Nou, voor ochtend weer die rechtskolom. Dat is altijd lekker om met de nieuwe procureurs te gesels. Nee, die rechtskolom wordt met trots aangebied door de STBB procureurs. We voor ons dan de rechtsadvies tegen bekostigbare tarieven schakelen hulle op 021-850-6400. Je moet net onthou dat Radio Helderberg of STBB procureurs niet aanspreeklijk gehou kan word vir enige skade geluid wat voortspreid uit advies gegeen in hierdie rechtskolom programma nie. Elke saak moet op sy eie merit hanteer word. Now this morning we invite the new attorney in studio Hein Deisel. Good morning, how are you? Good morning, Tony. Doing well, thank you. Good morning, Lucia. Good morning. Hein, you are the senior conveyancer at STBB Attorneys. Now, this is interesting uh, because we have uh, Denise also our CEF insert, which is property on Thursday. That's so right. So this is just uh, amazing to just uh, connect the two. So first of all, this morning we're going to discuss uh, why does the seller appoint the conveyancer and also who are the role players in the conveyancing process. That's right. Let's kick it off. Okay. Who is the conveyancer? In, the, in, in South Africa, the conveyancing attorney is an attorney that specializes in property law. Mm-hmm. So what the attorney will do is he will lodge and transfer properties at the deeds office. So there's a saying that all conveyances are attorneys, but not all attorneys are conveyances. Ah. <laughs> so when you admit it as an attorney, when you've done your studies and you admit it as an attorney, you'll do your, you'll do your admission exams um, and you get admitted as an attorney. If you wish to specialize in property law, in conveyancing, you've mm-hmm. got to study a little bit more and mm-hmm. do more exams in order to be admitted as a conveyancer. Okay. Because so. the, the land registration process in South Africa is governed by the Deeds Registries Act. So okay. the Deeds Registries Act requires any deed or document that is lodged at the Deeds Office mm-hmm. must be prepared by a conveyancing attorney. So that conveyancer will sign off on the documents that are lodged at the deeds office because that conveyancer mm-hmm. takes responsibility for the correctness of the information detail contained in those deeds or documents. Mm. Sure. Okay, That's so al- already if we look at a conveyancer <laughs> that is a specialized area within law, but what are the different types of conveyancing attorneys that could be involved in the transfer of property? Well, the first attorney that will obviously be involved in the, in the transfer of a property is the transferring attorney. Mm -hmm. So the transferring attorney is appointed by the seller to attend to the transfer of the East property. And the reason why the seller chooses the conveyancer is because you are dealing with a person's main or major asset. Mm -hmm. Mm. So the seller will appoint the conveyancer to act on his behalf and to transfer that property to the purchaser at the deeds office and to ensure that the conditions and the terms of the offer to purchase is adhered to and complied with. Um, So that's the one attorney. The second attorney that will get involved is the mortgage bond attorney. So when your purchaser needs to obtain a mortgage bond to pay for the purchase price or any portion thereof, the bank, once his bond is approved, the bank, APSA Bank, Mm -hmm. FNB, Standard Bank, will then send that bond instruction to their panel attorney to attend to the registration of that mortgage bond in the name of the purchaser over the property. So the bond attorney acts on the instruction of the bank. Yes. The third attorney that might very well be involved in that process is the bond cancellation attorney. So where your seller has a mortgage bond on his property, that mortgage bond must be cancelled. 
simultaneously with the transfer of that property. Okay. So the, 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 the seller's bank will instruct their panel attorney to attend to the cancellation of that mortgage bond over the property. But sure. those three things, the transfer of the property, the cancellation of the seller's bond, the purchaser's bond registration, all takes place at exactly the same time at the deed's office. Oh, and I must be honest, like this is one of the things when I sold my first, or so, when I bought my first house, it was so confusing. You say this, there are three attorneys. Now, you receive your first letter and then it's this attorney. Then it's the next next um, uh, cost that I have to pay or next uh, invoice that I have to pay. And it's the second attorney. Then it's just like, I don't know, who are these guys? Donnie, you know? we might not know how many attorneys it takes to change a light bulb, but we know how many it takes to, to buy a new property. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. We have uh, three there. So, okay, let's quickly talk about now the conveyancing. When choosing, when I choose a conveyancer, um, and who do I pay? What's the cost of that? So you just mentioned the three, but what is the cost of that? So, as I said earlier, the the seller chooses the conveyancing attorney okay. purely because it is the transfer of his major asset or investment. Mm-hmm. So he chooses the attorney to attend to the transfer on his behalf. The purchaser will pay for all the costs. Of that transfer. Mm -hmm. And those costs are calculated on a sliding scale. Mm -hmm. So it depends on the purchase price. Um, The bigger the purchase price, the bigger the fee, conveyancing fee, Mm -hmm. in order to transfer the property. And it is obviously the seller choosing choosing the, the, the conveyancer, but the purchaser can request the seller. Okay. To use his own attorney. So it, it's not that the seller's attorney must attend to it. The mm-hmm. purchaser can come with a request to the seller, and if the seller is agreeable there too, then it's fine. Okay. Then the purchaser's attorney can attend to so that. So it's not transfer. set in stone. No, can it is not. It okay. can be negotiated between the parties. And those costs, you know, a lot of times the people say, but when, is, when are the costs payable? Mm-hmm. It depends on the contract. Mm-hmm. The contract will say the attorney fees will be paid by the purchaser. It will be paid immediately when requested to do so by the conveyancing attorney. Yeah. Or it will say within seven days after signature of the agreement. But mm-hmm. the estate agent will have those talks and those negotiations and those discussions with the purchaser because very often the purchaser might have his money invested in a 30-day oh, interest-bearing account. Mm-hmm. So now when we come to the, the purchaser and say, hey, you must pay, please, we're requesting it now, the purchaser, but I can't yeah. pay it right now. I've got to give yeah. notice on my money in order mm. to pay your fee. So yeah. it, it, it gets governed by the contract. What the contract stipulates and the, the estate agent will, will have that discussion with the purchaser as to when his funds for the transfer costs will be available. Hmm. And on that now, talking about payments, what costs does the purchaser pay? There are a number of costs. Obviously, the first cost that they will pay is the conveyancing fee Mm -hmm. that I just mentioned. And it's set on the tariff. And that tariff is set by the law society. So it's not as if the conveyancing attorney thumbsucks the amount that he charges a purchaser. Um, It's set by the law society. And it's a sliding scale depending on the purchase price Mm -hmm. of the property. Mm -hmm. The other cost that he will have to pay is the transfer duty to SARS. Because SARS charges a tax in respect of a transfer of immovable property. Mm -hmm. um, And it's, it's transfer transfer duty. And it also, the first million rand of the purchase price is exempt from transfer duty. So Mm -hmm. if you pay less than a million rand for the property, then you don't pay transfer duty. Anything over and above that, there's a sliding scale again that will have to be paid to SARS. Um, It's either transfer duty or VAT, 
depending on whether the seller is registered for VAT. If the seller is a VAT vendor registered for VAT and the property forms part of his VATable enterprise, mm-hmm. the purchaser will have to pay VAT as opposed to transfer duty. It's either or. Never both. It's either or those two things that must be paid. There's also a deeds registration fee at the deeds office. It's a levy that the deeds office charges depending on the purchase price. It also goes up on a sliding scale. Um, there's postages and petties payable to the conveyancing attorney. That is for telephone, computer, paper, bank charges, um, courier services that we utilize in order sure. to get the transfer registered at the deeds office. Yeah. There's also a municipal, <laughs> a <list> day. <laughs> municipal, municipal clearance certificate. So, yes, the seller is responsible for any outstanding rates, taxes, water, electricity on that property mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because we have to lodge that certificate at the deeds office in order to transfer the property. So the oh. seller is responsible to pay for all arrears. Okay. But the purchaser pays for the cost of the issuing. The municipality charges a fee to issue that certificate. Once the seller has paid his whatever is outstanding, mm-hmm. the municipality then charges 630 rand to issue the clearance certificate. And the purchaser is liable to pay that cost of the issuing of that certificate. Sure. That's also well. your electrical, beetle, and all of those certificates. That is for the seller. That's so the seller, seller okay. must provide the borer beetle, plumbing mm-hmm. certificate, yeah. electric compliance, if there's electric fence or gas installation, the seller will pay for those certificates as well. Mm-hmm. And very often there's a homeowners association. Um, in your title deed, there'll be a condition that this property may not be transferred without the consent of the Somerset West Homeowners Association. Then you have to get the consent of that Homeowners Association and they charge a fee for that. Oh, it can goodness. be 300 Rand, it can be 1,500 Rand sure. and the purchaser must pay for that fee as well and obviously the purchaser will then also have to pay if he is taking out a mortgage bond he'll have to pay the mortgage bond registration fees with the bond attorneys as well you can see there's a lot a lot of payments that needs to be done before you can actually move into a house so we're talking to hein daisel this morning senior conveyancer at stbb attorneys and it is part of our legal insert this morning so hein i also want to find out about the procedure when the title deed has been lost or destroyed what do I do? Donnie, that happens often. I mean, we deal with that on a daily basis. Um, you know, people lose things. You lose your car keys. You mm-hmm. lose whatever. You lose your title deed as well. Um, in a fire or you move property, it got lost, or your grandchild wrote with a <laughs> magic marker on your title deed and now that title deed cannot be used anymore at the deed's office. Mm-hmm. Um, we then get the owner of the property to sign an application Mm-hmm. for the deeds office to issue him with a brand new original title oh, deed. Wow. So in that application, the owner will say, I'm the owner of this property. I have lost or destroyed this title deed. Despite mm. the due and diligent search, I cannot find this title deed. I request the deeds office to please issue me with a new original title deed. Yes. We then lodge that application at the deeds office. Well, a copy thereof. The mm-hmm. deeds office will then provide us with a copy of the title deed. Okay. Once we receive the copy of the title deed from the deeds office, we then place an advert in a newspaper in the area where the property is, advertising that this owner has applied for a brand new title deed from the deeds office. And mm. should anybody object there too, 
to this title deed being issued to the owner, they must go and object at the Registrar of Deeds office oh against okay. the issue thereof. Sure. And if there isn't any objection, we then lodge mm. the original application of the owner together with a copy of that advert that was placed um, and well as a certificate signed by the conveyancer yeah. that confirms that there has been no objections against the issuing of that original title deed and then the deeds office will issue the original title deed that we can then use okay. to transfer the property. Okay, okay. Now, mm. just finally, that final question. We do know that there are three t- attorneys involved, but how many role players are involved in the transfer <laughs> process? Lucia, it's a juggling act on a daily <laughs> basis because there are a lot of them. So, we obviously deal with buyers and sellers. Mm-hmm. We deal with estate agents. Mm-hmm. We deal with the municipality on issuing of the rates clearance certificate. We've got to get SARS involved in order to issue the transfer deed to receipt to show that the purchase has paid all transfer duties etc. If there's a bond cancellation we deal with those attorneys. If there's a bond registration attorney we deal with those attorneys and then we also deal with the contractors as Dani said for mm, the compliance mm. certificate. So sure. the estate agent will normally organize that, that the, the, the contractors go out to attend to the electrical and borobital and plumbing and all those certificates um, and then we will normally pay those contractors on transfer of the property from the proceeds of the sale of the mm-hmm. property. Um, if there are managing agents involved, if it's a sectional title scheme, we've got to get levy clearance certificates. If there's a homeowners association involved, we need to get those consents in order to transfer the property. And obviously the deeds office is also a huge role player in this process because we, once we lodge the deeds at the deeds office until it registers, is dependent on the turnaround Mm. time at the deeds office. Sometimes, you know, when we just came out of lockdown, they were on about 15 to 20 working days a month. Yes. Sure. They are down to between seven and eight working days right now. So it's dependent on the capacity of the deeds office as well to get the the transfer registration process through. Sure. Thanks a lot for coming in this morning and just uh, elaborating on the conveyancing process. And you can see it's not just a short process. This is a long (laughs) process, a lot of money that goes into it. But obviously, if you need more information, you can contact Hein and his whole team there at STBB Attorneys. Hein, thanks a lot. Thank you, Donnie. Thank you, Lucia. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having us. Keep well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Here the was with trots aangebiedeer STBB procureurs for vooraanstaande rechtsadvies tegen bekostigbare tarieven. Schakel hulle op 021 850-6400 Jy moet net onthou dat Radio Helderberg of STBB procureers nie aanspreeklik gehou kan word vir enige skade gelei wat voortspreid uit advies gegee in hierdie rechtskolom program nie. Vir elke saak moet op sy eie merite hanteer word. Established in 1900, STBB Attorneys is a firm of approximately 90 business-minded lawyers practicing from 11 offices throughout South Africa. By understanding our clients' needs and objectives, we strive to deliver cost-effective legal solutions for all business and personal matters. The Helderberg team specializes specifically in property law and developments with a commitment to developing close working relationships with our clients, enabling us to succeed consistently on their behalf. Big represents our reach and professionalism. Small is our personal approach to our work and our clients. Let our 120 years experience be your guide. You can visit our website at stbb.co.za.